All right, everybody, welcome to BO Boys for Monday, November 20th. F it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat and Clayton. Huge episode, big results from big releases this weekend, but we have big news from Wannabeo senior intern Christopher. He texted me something today that was shocking, blew my mind, and we've got him on the show today. He he rushed on air from his, you know, family holiday vacation. So welcome to the show, Wannabeo senior intern Christopher. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here as always. So, Christopher, uh, thanks for coming on last minute because we wanted to, uh, uh, s- uh, to to sort of bombard Clayton, unsuspecting, with this news and what get his honest be? reaction. Because <laughs> well, if Clayton uh, Clayton's reaction needs to be recorded for the masses to see ha- to see what he says when you tell him this news. So, Christopher, could you tell Clayton? What did you do yesterday? So, Clayton, yesterday from 1.30 p.m. to 11.50 p.m., I was at my local Regal because I saw four movies in a row. Wow. Okay. Now, was this a sneak around situation or no, was uh, this you booked every ticket? Yeah. I uh, I also once I got a... Uh, like thing from the Marvels too. I got the tin cans of popcorn for because that was the first movie I saw. So yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So you have the you have the Regal uh, subscription. I have the AMC subscription, but not all the movies I want to see are were at my AMC, and the AMC is like fifteen minutes away. So I just uh, plotted like my day at Regal. Wow. So wait. Okay. We we've got it. We've got to break this out. And listen, uh, listeners, we're going to get to these new movies. We're going to get to a plow. We're going to go over the results. But did you buy four different tickets yesterday, or did you buy one ticket and then just hang out for the day? You bought four tickets. I well, I, so I actually only bought three because by the time I needed my fourth one, I had gotten enough like regal points because I I'm like a rewards member where I could get. A free ticket. So I actually wow. Had to get wow. So over the course of the day, you earned enough regal points to make a purchase that day. I already had some, but yeah. Okay. Uh, incredible. So that mm. that's something they don't account for. Is that someone in the theater will be earning money mm-hmm. and get yeah. something for free later that same day? That doesn't mm. figure into their accounting. So. So Clayton, now was this a blockbuster announcement or what? This is yeah. I mean yeah. that harkens back to our days of doing yeah. the full day movie sneaks back when we were young and and careless. Mirile, yeah, yeah. D- d- it does also show that I think that the the difference in the generations because we would sneak, we would yes. we would buy one ticket. And when I say one ticket, I mean one ticket between the both of us because one person would buy a ticket and the other person would open an exit door to let the other person in. And then from there, we would then sneak into two or three additional movies. But uh, this generation, a lot more upstanding, a lot more honest. Christopher bought three tickets and earned points to get into a fourth one. So, Christopher, what are the four movies that you saw yesterday? So I saw the Marvels, then the new Hunger Games movie, 
then Thanksgiving, and then uh, round of the day out with next goal wins. Wow. Ooh. Did you wow. walk out? Did you did you watch next goal wins to completion? Yes, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how was your? Uh, and you know, I know I'm asking this of of someone who's a direct report to me, so I got to be careful. How was your butt, Christopher? How was your? Uh, butt it was okay. Doing? I, I was feeling a little bit towards the end of the day. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Uh, I had to start getting creative with how I was sitting, but mm-hmm. overall, not overall, not terrible. Right. Would you recommend possibly if you did this again, bringing like a, a, a donut, you know, one of those like hemorrhoid donut pillows, something like that with you? Do you think that would have helped? Yeah, for sure. That And hindsight's twenty twenty. I, uh, I didn't actually expect to watch next goal wins. That was kind of one that was a last minute. So I wasn't fully prepared for it. So yeah, if I knew that, then I might've yeah brought something. Yeah. Did At that you point, eat all your meals in in the regal yesterday i did leave for 30 minutes to go eat dinner but other than that everything i ate was at regal that day wow did you get like a hot dog nachos did you get real food or you stuck to goobers and mike and ike's for you goobers mike and ike's um i did i'm 21 so i did enjoy a beer at one of them they sell beer there now wow Uh, yeah some soda so yeah I I had a variety throughout the day. What a day. So could you give us your boots on the ground reporting? What were these crowds like at these four movies? Was the Marvels empty? No, actually the Marvels, the most empty theater was next goal wins, which Mm -hmm. had only one other person. But then surprisingly, the one that had the most was Thanksgiving. Yes. Which actually had a theater that was at least like three fourths of the way sold out. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. So any big takeaways from you having seen these films? Like, do you understand, and we're going to get into the results, why any of these movies did what they did? I mean, we'll go with the results. Next Goal wins, bombed. Hunger Games did okay. Marvel's obviously is a is going to be an all-time bomb. Um, did, did you Do you understand, having seen them, why they're performing the way they are? With the Marvels, honestly, not as much. I really didn't think it was that bad. I know we're not mm-hmm. critics, huh? Huh. But, huh. Um, I didn't really think it was that bad of a movie, and I think the crowd had a good time with it. That theater was about halfway full. The Hunger Games, a little bit. It is definitely a little long. I didn't realize like until I was like booking the tickets that it was two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, and you kind of do feel that a little bit, but yep. so I can kind of see that. Um. Thanksgiving, honestly, I think that'll be that'll have great light. I think everyone in that theater had a really good time, and I thought that was a really fun horror movie. And then, yeah, next goal wins. I completely understand. It's nothing you haven't seen before with that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Was next goal wins hard to watch in the physical <laughs> and mental state that you were in your fourth movie? Because I mean, Clayton, you think back to some of our epic movie sneaks, and when you get to that fourth movie especially if it's the worst movie of the day. I mean, mm-hmm. some of our epic movie sneaks, we, I think parental guidance with Billy Crystal was a, a late movie. Um, Here comes the boom with Kevin James may have been the closer on one of our epic movie sneaks. It's, it's hard when the fourth one is the one you're maybe looking forward to the least. So it was, mm-hmm. was next goal wins a painful experience. 
I, well, I probably that was a short movie, but I probably felt that one the most towards the end a little bit. Yeah, but I I don't think the quality of the movie necessarily helped. I feel like if there was, I feel even if I saw the Marvels at that time, like I flip flop those two, I think I still would have had a decent time with the Marvels and mm. relatively the same experience with next one wins. Yeah, it's when you're planning the epic movie day, the 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 uh this the thing that you typically do is go to the ones you want to see the most first. Exactly. But then, but then it's it, there is if you if you plan it out correctly, you probably should leave maybe the first or second choice for the final movie so that you've got something mm-hmm. to look forward to. But but human beings don't think that way. We we're mm-hmm. animals. <laughs> no, no. We go to what we want first. So Clayton, uh, you will get into more of Christopher's boots on the ground reporting as we talk about these movies. But Clayton, could you give us a plow for this epic sneak weekend of Friday, November 17th? Number one, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, made $44 million in its first frame. Number two, another newbie, Trolls Band Together, made $30.6 million in its opening frame. Number three, The Marvels, made $10.2 million, down 78%. It's at $65 million in its second frame. Number three, in a dead heat with Marvels. I'm sorry, number four, Thanksgiving. This, these could flip-flop. 10.2 in its first frame. Number five, Five Nights at Freddy's, $3.5 million, down 61%. It hemorrhaged 865 theaters. It's at $132.6 million in its fourth weekend. And if you're asking and curious, number seven, next goal wins, did not even cry macho. It's at 2.5, which I think Pat called 2.5 in its first frame. Wow. Uh, And, you know, in between those, number six was the holdovers. And I I mentioned this quickly to the great Scott Mendelson. He did not have a lot of time and energy to devote to the holdovers box office. But you know what? It's expanding. It beat out next goal wins his opening weekend. I still think that is a movie that could get, if it gets the, you know, the, the holiday boost as a family holiday movie. I still think that's a, a small movie that could get itself to 20 or $30 million at the box office. Next weekend's going to be key for the holdovers. Now, Guys, Pat, can I, yeah. can I quickly pat myself on the back here? Of course, go for it. Um, because I, but I please was do it for the YouTube audience. Please okay. actually pat yourself. Yeah. So, um, I nailed this trolls number. I said 30, it hit yeah. 30. Yeah. As um, of Monday, I believe Thanksgiving will be number three and Marvel's will be number four. Cause right wow. now it's 10.2. I think DC, I mean, sorry, Walt Disney mm-hmm. is going to always say, this is hot. This is the where we are at at yep. the highest sort of estimation. We saw it the first weekend. This will drop enough in the second uh, on Monday um, when the finals actually come in. And Thanksgiving will be number three because yeah. when you look at numbers, even though they have Marvels ahead <laughs> of it, they are saying Thanksgiving is number three. So these are things that I uh, need to pat myself on the back for because I knew Marvels was dead in the water. Yeah, I mean, I, but no, none of us thought 
that the Marvels was this dead in the water. Because mm-hmm. we also did, and especially you uh, and Scott Mendelson, Clayton, I think you both thought Thanksgiving would do better than it did. You know, monetary wise, that. yes. Monetary I said wise, 15. Yeah. yeah. So all of us sort of had the Marvels easily clearing double digits. I mean, the fact that this movie is is currently 10.2 and may end up coming in under 10, this is stunning. I mean, it had the Morbius drop. It had uh, another it thing. It had a worse said. drop than Morbius. It had yes. a worse drop. A record comic book drop. Wow. It's up there with, I, I think I saw the only other comic book movie that may have dropped bigger in its second weekend is Shaquille O'Neal's Steel. <laughs> is it is in that? It's in Morbius oh, wow. and Steel. That you don't want to be in a in the same sentence as Morbius and Steel. So I I found on Reddit and we'll see how, I mean, this is probably pretty accurate because it was on box office Reddit, but um, they made a list of the biggest drops for movies that opened in over 3000 theaters. And the Marvel sits right now at number three under Halloween ends and the Friday, the 13th. Uh, reboot in 2009. So that was number one. Halloween ends was number two. Then Marvel's. Guys, oh, what wow. what is happening here? Because listen, we've all talked the last couple of weeks about all the reasons why the Marvels would open low, why it did open low, superhero fatigue and the shows and uh, all these reasons. But this drop is unprecedented, especially for a movie that the word once once people started seeing it was, hey, it's not that bad, which is I mean, that's what you said, Christopher. <laughs> it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. but people are fully rejecting this. I mean, next weekend, this movie may make like three or $4 million over the Thanksgiving weekend. Like th- mm-hmm. this movie is going to top out possibly under 80 million. It's at 65 million. I mean, maybe it gets to 80 or 85 million total. So why the 78% drop for a movie that, it wasn't reviewed as the worst movie we've ever seen. You know, it, it, it seemed to be when people saw it, they said it was kind of fun, but a 78% because with Morbius, you get it. Morbius, everyone said it was terrible, mm-hmm. but what happened with this Marvel second weekend? I think it's just not enough for these Marvel movies to be just okay. I don't think there's any room for this anymore because I think you're just this is the point where everybody jumped off the train. It's just the tipping point. And we thought this would be its first. Dis- we, we we were looking at the Marvels as this is going to be the first outright sort of failure. Right. But we did right. not expect, like you said, the uh, the flop of this, like yeah. how it, it will not flop. make it will not make worldwide. Two hundred million dollars. No, so like this thing will will be under two hundred million dollars worldwide. Yeah, and yeah. that is shocking. Like, in we would have not called that. Uh, and I no, think it's no. this is mm-hmm. truly just everybody's jumping off the train at once because it's the perfect time to because this movie comes after Secret Invasion, which everybody hated. It stars a group of uh, characters that I don't think the general public cares about. And Mm -hmm. there's so many alternatives for your attention right now 
that this sort of movie no longer has the imagination of pretty much anybody except for a very devoted few fans. Guys, I'm going to throw something out here and maybe talk me off a ledge here. This is the first time after seeing the second weekend of the Marvels where I think even something like Deadpool 3 isn't safe. Oh, no. and I said that before. I uh, know. I think Deadpool 3 is totally fine. I think that's so disconnected from everything that Deadpool, like that there's such goodwill for the Deadpool movies. And I feel like there wasn't that goodwill for this Marvel movie specifically that I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like it's disconnected enough where that movie still like does Baffa Bobo. But here's the thing, Christopher, Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige got his little fingies. No, I don't. Deadpool three. And you know what? Mr. King Midas. Now he's King Midas in reverse. He's taking gold and turning it into shit. Believe me, Deadpool is going to be bogged down with some sort of connection to the X-Men, some sort of same bullshit that Deadpool used to make fun of. It's going to be another cog in this machine that people are ignoring. Now, it it will be a hit. It will be a hit. But it will not reach the heights of the first and second one. Uh, because I also think Ryan Reynolds has a shelf date and his sense of humor, which I've said previously, is that I do think the Ryan Reynolds thing is got to reach a point where everybody's sort of over his sense of humor. You think the Boost Mobile commercials are going to finally do some damage? I don't think he's not Boost. He was Mint, right? He was. Yeah, mint. he's Mint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I there's think still that, that confusion in the marketplace. I, I think that type of humor has an expiration date outside of Deadpool, but that's like Deadpool humor so i don't think it has an expiration date in the deadpool franchise okay the fact that we're having this conversation means there's a serious problem because if marvels would have done 500 uh, uh over you know overseas altogether yeah, yeah. then we're like okay deadpool is going to do deadpool numbers but everything is up in the air now yeah it's 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 interesting i mean i i do lean more i think christopher talked me off the ledge but there is something too when you look at a 78 percent drop for the marvels it's not just disinterest i do think there is becoming just an active dislike of the superhero genre they're a joke there yeah it's uh and it is a crowded marketplace i mean let's get into it and you saw this movie christopher Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes opened up this weekend on the lower end of the tracking range. You know, this is a mm-hmm. movie that was tracking like 40 to 60. And, you know, there was some outsized hope. Maybe it does do 65, 70 million, you know, really mm-hmm. breaks out. It did 44 million. Um, you know, you look looking at some articles talking about the budget of this and they kept Lionsgate kept it moderately budgeted 100 million scott mendelson on twitter today talking about how this will end up making a profit you know as a single movie it should do okay but it doesn't look like this is a franchise starter for lionsgate 
And what, what was the audience reaction in the screening you saw, Christopher? And this was, you said, your second of four movies, right? Yeah, second of four movies. Um, I think it was pretty good. I actually have friends um, that are planning on going tomorrow already, too. I, I know a lot of people that are genuinely interested in this. I think The Hunger Games was like a very big movie with like it was a big movie when i was a kid with all my friends so i think that definitely does play a role and i think this will have like okay legs too okay can, yeah can, can i throw a theory past you christopher because you're 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 in that prime demo for this being sort of a nostalgia play mm-hmm. this weekend it's before the actual uh holiday vacation yeah. right so mm-hmm. you still had all the frat boys and the co-eds that last weekend before they go home to see their old friends, they're throwing back a few Mm -hmm. high noons, whatever, doing a little, whatever you guys do, uh, hooking up, not to be crass, (laughs) hooking up before you're gone for a week. Mm -hmm. And they were focused on that. But when they go home, they're going to be hanging out with the people that they used to watch these movies with, and they're mm-hmm. going to see this movie with those people, not the new people there, you know, with, with right. you know. Right. Oh, wow, yeah. he did a yeah. cocaine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And wow. Look what I'm right. doing for the YouTube audience, all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. Podcast listeners, if you're not subscribed to YouTube, you're missing out on all of these hand gestures that Clayton is making. Yeah. Uh, he, he made the cocaine snort, and you can only see that on the B.O. Boys YouTube channel. Is there any validity to that, that this is sort of like not going to be front loaded here on this weekend for the college kids? Yeah, because also not all my friends are even home yet. Some don't get back until Monday or Tuesday. So some people are still at school. So I think this will have. Yeah. Going to Thanksgiving week and weekend. It'll I think it'll have some pretty decent legs. Yeah. I mean, for anything to be a Thanksgiving holiday hit, a big part of that is it has to be a family choice. And, you know, this movie could be that. It's got the brand name. You know, even Grandma and Grandpa remember Hunger Games from the last decade. You know, you had to be living under a rock to not know the Hunger Games. So it's got the brand awareness. It's, I'm guessing it's not an R-rated gore fest. You know, there's probably action violence. So it could be the family choice. That two and a half hour runtime, and runtime has come up a lot in talking box office this year. Do you think that did, and obviously you were feeling every minute of it because you were already yeah. two hours into your movie day. Do we think that could negatively affect its family holiday box office potential? Like, you know, does grandma and grandpa and uncle Jed going to want to sit through two and a half hours when there are people who don't go to movies normally? I think it definitely, well, just with the planning aspect, cause you have to plan like at yeah. least three hours out of your day to go do this probably more so i think that could hinder it a little bit but not too because as we've seen plenty of times avatar the way of water most recently last christmas an over three hour movie and during christmas time and that was still an all family affair Mm -hmm. so people figured out that figured that out so i think they could definitely figure this one out too if they want to yep this 44 million opening, if it doesn't leg out and if it isn't that sort of thing that I said where, you know, the the college kids are going to see it this week when they're home with their old friends. It's such in that limbo where we saw like Dungeons and Dragons mm. where 
you know, open to 37, had decent legs, didn't make it to 100. And you're like, do you just throw this IP away? Do you mm. just put it in the closet for another 20 years? Or do you try to build on this sort of like modest success? And that's my fear with this is that it's just so close. If it made 55, and I know that's 10 million more, which is, you know, for a movie on a $100 budget and for, I mean, a $100 million budget and for a movie this long and all that, uh, $10 million makes a big difference. But like, if it could have just made right. 50, 53, we'd be talking about this like, all right, here we go. So it's, I, I, I wonder if that is going to affect people's perception of this movie, because again, we have that perception with movies. We know with box office, if something's a stinker, like Marvel's Marvel's was the Marvel's was a stinker and people stayed away in droves. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it was like, the Rotten Tomatoes score wasn't terrible. People said it wasn't that bad, but the stench of that box office drove people away. Now, 44 isn't stench, but when they see Marvel's being a, a big bomb and then this movie making a little bit less than that, they might be doing an apples to oranges comparison that they shouldn't be doing. And and that's what I worry about is coming right after the Marvels. This making less makes this look like a total bomb when it's not. It's two different situations. Yes, and you saw that a lot online. A lot of you know the remaining hardcore MCU defenders were doing the thing of look at how this headline framed the opening yeah. weekend of the Marvels versus how they framed the opening weekend of Hunger Games. Even though Hunger Games made less money. Of course, pretending budgets don't exist, expectations exist, yeah. don't exist, and all that. And I, I get it. If you're a hardcore Marvel defender, you got to grasp at these straws. Uh, yeah, go for it. Do do you? You have you have to do what you can. But I think either way, yeah, the Hunger Games opening weekend didn't break out. It does have the potential for big legs because it's got the Thanksgiving holiday. You know, Wish is coming out, which is a Disney family movie, though that has some bad, bad advance buzz on it. Yeah. So it, and you know, you got the Beyonce concert film opening the first weekend in December. But honestly, there's not a live action family movie until Wonka on December 15th. So Hunger Games does have a lane if it can become that, if it can become both a movie for, you know, I would say teens and young girls to get really into it, like they did with Taylor Swift and Barbie, and for families over the next month who are looking for live action family fare. Um, but even even then, could this do a three or four times multiplier? You know, can it get to 125? Can it do four times it get to 160, 180? Mm -hmm. You know, that's asking a lot off of a $44 million opening weekend. Um, yeah. do, do the, what is the interest Christopher in the hunger games from the college set? You know, d does your generation have a lot of affinity for the, the Jennifer Lawrence franchise? And I mean, here's the big thing. Do people care about the hunger games movies? If Jennifer Lawrence isn't in the movies, uh, Maybe not as much, but I do. Those movies were huge with all my mm -hmm. friends who are now like my age in college. Back when those movies came out, that was huge with us. Um, a bunch of my friends actually recently rewatched some of them because they were on Netflix. So I think that also kind of helps that it's fresh in some yeah. people's minds. But yeah, I do think this IP for 
our generation is kind of a big one. Mm-hmm. Is does this movie and obviously no spoilies on this episode, but does this movie feel like it is trying to backdoor set up a future series or does it feel like Lionsgate made this one movie? It's a standalone. And obviously if there's a giant hit, they'd want to do more, but you know, did, was there any, was there, you'd have to tell us what they were, but were there stingers in this movie, for instance, were, were there sort of like, Hey, look who just walked in to the, you know, hunger games forest. It's, so-and-so no there are no so that i think obviously they could always go the route of just like hopping around the time periods and just like showcasing different games but this movie is a very it feels like a singular standalone story with a beginning middle and end and they could always do more with this character but there's no tease at the end for anything to continue isn't it isn't it something at the box office this last month that there's a Hunger Games movie and there's a Josh Hutcherson, um, <laughs> you know, day and date, streamo and in theaters, you know, sort of see, you know, horror movie. And the Josh Hutcherson movie did almost double the opening weekend of the Hunger Games movie. I mean, that's got to feel good if you're Josh Hutcherson. Oh, yeah, I bet. Um. So, yeah. Hunger Games, any any demos or anything else, Clayton, that, that you have on this opening weekend of the Hunger Games? I mean, I'm um, guessing this movie skewed very female. Oh, yeah. Women led the charge, 65% of the audience, which wow. is on par with Little Mermaid and Barbie. So that's good. 75% wow. between 18 and 34. All right. I, I I'm in the camp of don't write this movie off yet. Because of that, it's been a it's been the year of girl power at the box office. So if this becomes a thing that you know the word of mouth is good and the girl power movement and the families go see it next weekend, like I said, it's got a month where it's got this lane until Wonka. So I, I think this movie could still could still pull it together in the next couple of weeks, but we'll see next weekend's going to be well, big. The holidays are going to be big. Well, mm-hmm. you look at something like ghostbusters aftermath from 2021 after, which, after life, after math, that's uh, that'll be the last series. The last that's right. film in that series. Yeah. <laughs> um, aftermath, uh, after life, fuck. Yeah. after <laughs> life, after math is when they just clean up all the marshmallow at the end of the first movie. Yeah, so, uh, you know, this and Hunger Games pre-existing franchises and uh, open to identical numbers and after Afterlife made it to a, a 129.3. So I do think Ghostbusters maybe had a lot of older demos really driving that. I mean, that's something we talked about. So go listen to those mm-hmm. episodes back in the day. Yeah, uh, I, I think if this has the youth sort of pushing it, it's way better for theatrical yep yeah so so let's move on to trolls band together i mean this is the ultimate rats need their cheese situation i i had this movie opening around 20 i mean my thought was the first one was a giant hit because it had the big justin timberlake song the second one was a pvod release in spring of 2020 and i thought that maybe just tarnished the brand this thing opened up to 30 million it's probably going to do a hundred million domestic. 
Mm -hmm. know, with something like the bad guys, it gets itself to 91 million. This'll, yeah, easily. This'll easily do it. I mean, was this a consideration for you at all, Christopher, for your big movie day? Did you think maybe Trolls Band Together is the is the last movie? No, sadly, it's a little too little too young for me. And okay. uh I'm not sure it's the best. I, I went to that that last one by myself, so I'm not sure it's the best look for me. Mm. Like it would have been if for the Taylor Swift movie. Uh, going by myself at like nine thirty yep. at night to a trolls mm-hmm. band together screening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- this may have this would have been a worse look, probably. <laughs> yeah, trolls band yeah, together. Yeah. Um, I I kind of disagree. Okay, explain uh, because uh, because I think adult I think um uh, it is way more acceptable for adults to watch animation oh. now. Mm. I I still think the uh, Taylor Swift demo with the young girls dancing around it's it's with cell phone cameras it's bad for Christopher to be in that sort of area unless he has a buffer of right. a lot of like a gaggle of female friends right 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 so I think for a kids movie or, or it's a bunch the- of frat dudes and you're there because like we're you know we wanted to see T Swift you yeah know, just ogle her yeah that type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. So, or your big Travis Kelsey fans, and you want to represent right. your bro, or whatever. Right. I, right. I think I think it's more acceptable for people. I mean, look at I know there's supposed to be high a higher level of entertainment, but the Pixar movies. I mean, there's adult there's adults mm. going to see these animated movies just to be like, oh, look at the backgrounds, you know, like whatever they right, do, right, they try to be right. technical about that shit. So I do think. I mean, listen, it's still a level of like I wouldn't want to see you caught there. But uh-huh. if you're caught there, it's better than you're uh-huh. caught out at Tay Swift by yourself. That's yeah, my yeah, thought. Yeah. So trolls it's a band, matter of degrees. So Trolls Band Together did its 30 million. Does this do anything for Justin Timberlake? He's had it. He's had it. No, we don't think yeah. this this he could say, hey, sure, all the Britney Spears stuff, but I just opened a movie to 30 million. You don't think he could go to the press with that tomorrow? No, he, he didn't open this movie. The trolls brand opened this. Yeah. Trolls opened this. Yeah. Okay. And so this is, this is a movie that, I mean, the first one opened to 46, so it didn't hit that. But I mean, like you were saying, Pat, if it does what the original did, which is like a three multiplier or so it could get to a hundred, which is respectable. And you can continue to make theatrical trolls movies. Yes. Yes, if if they keep these budgeted correctly, and I'm sure Justin Timberlake's quote probably goes down every movie at this point. He, I'm sure he's making less on this one than he did on the first one, just based on where yeah. he's fame wise. Yeah. So you make that fourth one, th- this guy might be working for free. Um, the, did you this hear feels, any? Uh, oh, sorry. This feels very much like a Train Your Dragon situation as opposed mm. to a Smurfs 2, which we were, you know, with Secret Life of Pets that we were worried about, where this felt like the sequel because, like, the PVOD one sort of doesn't count. So mm-hmm. this was truly the follow up. And after a long layover, this thing still has power. So, I mean, we're looking at something that could have a Train Your Dragon sort of life theatrically where you can have more than just two movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Christopher, in your big movie day, I know you didn't see Trolls Band together. Did you hear any of it from any of the other auditoriums? Like in those four movies, did any of them share a wall with the Trolls screening where you could hear singing, you could hear kids, you know, restlessness, anything like that? 
No, I did not hear any of the trolls banding together, sadly, while I was at okay. the movies. Well, you know what? This overperformed. Rats need their cheese. And any time any of us make the mistake I made of underestimating a kid's movie, it's just how do we do that when yeah. that is one of the slogans of our show? Mm. Yeah. I've done uh, it, Pat. Don't worry about it. I've done it as well. So, and listen, we may make that mistake next week when we're predict uh, or next <laughs> episode, we're predicting this wish opening weekend. Well, I, I, don't I feel know, like though. we're both. I know, we're doing it already. Yeah, but let's <laughs> have their cheese, and the cheese is trolls. They the already have their trolls. cheese. The cheese is trolls. You're right. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving. Let's mm. talk Thanksgiving. Because I got to say, I feel like I kind of nailed this one. I think I may have said 10. I think I said 9 or 10. I was pretty low on this. And, you know, I did put out there that this was not the weekend to open this movie. And obviously, you could open horror all year. It doesn't have to be just October, huh? But huh. there is... Uh. I do think this was a bad weekend because it is holiday time. And even more so than Christmas, Thanksgiving is the squeaky clean all-American holiday. Like, there, there is the precedent of leading it to Christmas. We're all going to get a little naughty. You know, people want to get a little <laughs> naughty. They want to be meta about Christmas. So you've got your, we've got a long history of Black Christmas. And last year, you or the year before, you had Violent Night. And we have these sort of like, let's get naughty around Christmas. But Thanksgiving, people do not want to get naughty. They don't want to, they don't want to ironically celebrate Thanksgiving. They just want to put on their, you know, best behavior and and just get through it with the family and i i don't think people wanted a big horror movie this weekend i mean it didn't bomb it made 10 million but it it made just a little more than your pope's exorcist and and those type of films it didn't really do you know even good slasher numbers so so i mean you guys tell me do you think now that it's open that this was the right weekend for Thanksgiving. I do. Honestly, I think this is going to have good legs. And also okay. the horror hounds Thanksgiving doesn't have its go-to horror movie yet. And this finally could be the one that get for this time of year. There's those families that all, everyone loves horror. So I think that for that group mm. of people, this could be that the movie of choice for the next week. And like I just said, Halloween obviously has its horror movies. Even Christmas has its horror movies now. Easter has some hor horror movies. Valentine's Day does. There's no real mm. Thanksgiving horror movies, and this is finally one for those people out there. I agree fully with Christopher. This You had to release it here. You mm. had to... Like the, uh, you know, uh, like the pilgrims mm. who came and stake their claim i guess you know whatever listen i don't want to step in it pat you step aside christopher you step aside you it. have a bright yeah, future yeah. you have a bright future step aside step aside yeah what i'm saying is allegorically are not talking about the pilgrims <laughs> no allegorically okay yeah. um somebody had to say i i'm taking this weekend as a horror weekend now with this franchise and this might have opened lower I do agree it's going to have legs, but Thanksgiving too, 
That's the big one. Yeah. Okay. In two years, because people love this movie. This 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 Thanksgiving killer looks to be a new horror icon in the making. Wow. Not right? spoil okay. anything. It does set. There is stuff to go on for a second movie. Not right. To spoil so anything. This will make enough money in the theaters. It will do well enough on streaming, which is the new VHS. Mm-hmm. So then when Thanksgiving two comes out in two years, that thing's going to have a huge opening. Okay. So it is staking a claim and it had to open on this weekend. Okay. So, so we think your, I, I like this theory. You think Eli Roth and the makers of Thanksgiving are, are basically almost taking a little bit of a hit for the future to establish mm-hmm. that a beachhead on Thanksgiving pre-weekend or Thanksgiving weekend. Now that is a horror weekend and maybe that's Thanksgiving too. Maybe it's some totally other horror movie that they even have nothing to do with opens next year or the year after on Thanksgiving weekend. But this is the movie that did the work to make this a horror weekend. Cause we are seeing horror slowly take over the calendar yes where i mean you don't have to september is now a horror weekend and june is a horror you know june is always going to have a big horror movie january february big horror memorial day had a huge horror movie opening two years ago right right yeah scream opens now in the spring yes yeah yep exactly yeah so who who knew who knew that right. that all of these calendar dates could be horror dates. I mean, especially the September one, the prestige one that right. has been going for years and years now that we all take for granted. Mm-hmm. I do think this is, like you said, Pat, this is a beachhead. This is breaking ground on a new sort of, hey, we can we can murder here too. Okay. We can murder here too. So Christopher, the, you know, because with horror... You strike gold when you have that horror icon villain. Obviously, Terrifier, Terrifier 2, Art the Clown. He's now sitting at the table with Freddy, with Jason, with the nun, possibly. Possibly, Like we talked about the nun. Not not yet, not yet, not yet. She gets to come in and she gets to say hi. I think maybe not the dinner table, but I think she's having a drink with them. I do think the nun. Oh, 100%. Yeah. She's there for cocktail hour. Definitely. But Freddie Fazbear, he's, he's, yeah, he got invited this year. Yeah. Freddie Fazbear is putting his feet up, you know, and then his feet are getting cut off because that's what they do. They goof around. (laughs) But, um, Chucky's in the high chair and Chucky's in the high chair, of course. (laughs) So the Thanksgiving Clayton and I are seeing it on Wednesday. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, it, it could have some turkey legs for sure. We already got plans to see this. Is there an iconic killer in in this Thanksgiving? Do they possibly have something that people are going to get excited? Because the leg, the turkey legs will be there if people are telling their friends, you got to see this Thanksgiving killer. So is that the case here? I do think there's potentially, we have to see in mm-hmm. the future, see what the reaction is overall. There's potentially a new serial killer on our hands that people could get excited for. I, I think this was a pretty fun movie. So we'll, we'll see what everyone thinks. Wow. All right. I listen, we're excited to see it this week and $10 million. It it's fine. It and $15 for million budget. Dollar budget. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think yeah. It's anything crazy. Yeah. No, Eli, Eli Roth is, is getting a, you know, he he's walking around town and people are saying, good job, good job. But, and uh, uh, Patrick Dempsey, 
uh, people's sexiest man alive, Christopher, good choice or bad choice? Good choice. I I liked him in the movie. Thank you. Good. Nice. Um, let's, let's wrap up by going to what was your final movie. Next goal wins. I mean, this thing cried macho cried F and macho didn't cry macho cry macho is 4.2. This is 2.4. We got to figure out something else for this. I mean, this is like one of those Liam Neeson movies from the last few years. That's kind of like marksman and and all those movies. They open all around 2.5. This is like the opening of of all of the like fall 2020 movies that would come out you know the kevin costner uh, grandpa give me back my son movie those type of things 2.5 million dollars i mean listen it's a movie that sat on the shelf for years christopher you said there was one other person in the screening what with it who was this person obviously don't give names anything that a listener could find them exactly but what type of person was sitting next to you it was a lady in her late twenties who actually walked out with like five to ten minutes left in the movie. Wow! Uh, she didn't could, even know what to see the last goal. I think she might have seen the last goal, but then after the last goal, okay. she was done. Got it. So she basically skipped the post game interview. She didn't want to watch yeah, the press yeah. conference. Yeah, yeah. Um, could she possibly have been someone in a similar boat, Christopher? Who? She was in the final movie of an epic movie day, and her butt just could not take it anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was there all day, and I didn't see her. So as mm. far as I know, I don't think so. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, this is a bomb. Uh, I There's a there's a weird anti-Taika Waititi, you know, sect online. And obviously, there's a weird anti-everything sect online. But I feel like Taika Waititi is getting... Uh, a lot of specific hate. I, I don't think this movie negatively affects him in any way. The guy. Oh, I think you're so crazy, Pat. Really? I think he's done. Oh, he's what? absolutely done. done. He's, he's done. done. Yeah, he's done as a major filmmaker doing blockbuster movies. A hundred percent. I think oh, he what? can do maybe smaller level movies at this point. Oh, people he's are so over Star Wars project right now. Oh. Oh, oh, oh and like wanted, some other Star all. Wars projects. Wait, Pat, let me let me talk to to the boy here. All those know, other projects. I know, I know. I know. That went through. Know. He's being cheeky, Chris. You know that, being cheeky. That Lindelof. I know, but listen, I like the cheek. I do like it, but I had to cut the shit right there. I, I feel like next goal wins. People have just known this was going to bomb for a long time. It almost feels like a write-off a career write-off in that everyone's just saying you know what yeah i think it's humor just had an expiration date kind of like what claim was saying with ryan reynolds but like actually it's over at this point everyone's he's had a stick and everywhere wow pat this this guy is yahoo serious he's yahoo serious right now Yahoo serious never won a, a, a best screenplay oscar he didn't they didn't give a chance. It was a different time, Pat. <laughs> I, I I I definitely disagree in terms of listen, Christopher, you might be right in that the audience has moved on from his humor if he can't grow past what he has has been doing. But I do not think Hollywood looks at Oscar winner Taika Watiti, who's directed two Thor movies that both made Baffa Bobo. Jojo Rabbit performed well at the box office for a movie of that size. 
I do not think Hollywood is done with this guy in any way, just based on this one bomb. You oh, know, but the I think, audience is done, Pat. The audience but, is done yeah. before Hollywood's done. Well, sure, but we I know think that, that for means, sure. Then I do. If that's the case, then I think that means you're going to see a couple of more big Taika Waititi bombs at the box office. But I don't think you're going to see him. Well, not then he's be able over. To get movies. Pat, what I'm saying is he's over. Uh, that's what me I, and Christopher I, are saying is that yeah. he's done. You're saying he's going to release bombs. That means he's done. I, Christopher I think he, has to go hang out. He got, he's got to go party. So we got to, we got Christopher's got a hard out. So let's, let's, you know what? We, we may continue this me and you Clayton in the after BO. We've got some things to go over in the after BO. So let's end this episode here. Christopher, do you have anything else that you need to say before you head out in terms of, your epic movie day this weekend at the box office, anything like that. I plan on trying to have a movie double feature on Tuesday with uh, Napoleon and Saltburn. Wow. And one, one of my friends actually does want to come to Napoleon with me. So that's a great one. That's a great, yeah. that's going to be a great double feature. Yeah. Very yeah, exciting. Um, I love the way you're spending your holiday at home with the family, Christopher, which yeah. is going by <laughs> yeah. yourself or with friends to see movies for 10, 12 hours at a time. Yeah. Um, Christopher, any anything coming up that uh, listeners and viewers should look for on the B.O. Boys social channels, YouTube? You're doing a great job with the vertical videos there, you and Jack. And, of course, Jack killing it over on our B.O. Boys Substack. So thank you for directing him so that Clayton never has to interact with Jack. Great job there. Uh, anything that we should look for coming up on BO boys media. Uh, just the same great content as always. Uh, maybe a little bit more boots on the ground reporting yes. but other than that. Yeah. Just the same, same great stuff. I love it. So, and maybe we'll get to some emails, Clayton in the after BO, of course, email us the BO boys podcast at gmail.com. Follow us at the BO boys pod on social media run by, of course, Wannabeo Senior Intern Christopher. Read the Substack, Wannabeo Junior Intern Jack, doing a great job with new articles over there, and five stars at Apple Podcasts. And I think that's it, guys. I think we've done it. I don't think there's anything left to say. Me no. either. Except for, until next time, we'll smell at the box office. Nailed it.